Welcome to another episode of Marketing 101 for Chiropractors, where we keep you ahead of the curve, attracting more new patients and growing your business. Now, here's your host, Dr. D himself. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Marketing 101. This week, we're going over generating leads. Let's talk about leads versus new clients. Pretty obvious what a new client is. They come to your office, they pay you. Pretty simple. They want your service. They're coming on in. They went through your onboarding process, and they are in the doors. A lead can be categorized in three simple ways. Cold, warm, hot. That's it. A cold lead is the ones that we don't like. They're the ones we have to work hard for, and they're the ones that we need automations and simplicity to help nurture that type of lead. They can become great leads, and the leads that we get from all of our efforts are worth all of our time. We just want to try and make cold leads warm. We want to try and make sure our offers are generated around people who are interested in the products and services that we have and that they come in warm and not cold. But all three categories are great. So let's talk about generating leads. One of the topics that comes up a lot when we're creating ads, especially online, is do I use a landing page or do I use a form? And when we're generating leads, it all depends on the tools that we have and the products that we're advertising. It all depends on the two of those things. So when we're going to use a form, which I'm a big fan of, because it helps with the cold leads especially and the warm leads. When we have a form, the form system on a Facebook ad, if you know what I'm talking about, stay with me here. If you don't, just listen and try and learn a couple tips from this podcast because it's going to help escalate your knowledge base in advertising on Facebook and Instagram and help you elevate your practice as well in the content that you create. And I'll get to that in a second, but listen in. So if you know what I'm talking about so far between a form and a landing page, it's when you create a campaign in your Facebook ad manager and you pick traffic, lead, or conversion. Underneath the, the lead campaign, you'll see instant forms and other things as options. You can still use your own landing pages in there, but under the lead, it's it's algorithm is made to generate and as many people as you as they can to to your form to put eyes on your ad that's the whole point of advertising is we want to use the algorithms or the traffic campaigns that help get as many eyes as possible because we can target on our facebook ad manager demographic radius age men women you can choose who you want so when you're narrowing it into that the next step is to, to show it to as many people in your target audience as possible. If we don't hit those goals, what ends up happening is we have too narrow of a demographic, which now Facebook Ad Manager shows you, and your ad spend won't, won't be um, optimized for that. I hope that makes sense. So when we use the form, the whole point of a form is like, listen, I'm going to create some ads to promote my office. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out this offer. I already know everything about good ad copy. I know everything about good video and pictures. I'm going to use what I know. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to put a captivating offer in there. And the offer can be your normal uh, adjustment or your normal exam price. You you don't even have to discount that. It helps when you do uh, to generate more cold leads. So if you're building right now and growing, cold leads are a good thing. If you're scaling, you don't have time for cold leads. You need warm 
and, and hot leads to help scale your business. So you need to know where you're at. Many people are in growth mode. So cold, warm, and hot are all welcome. So using your form is how you're going to generate leads. So we have to have a good ad first. And that's where we test and repeat and edit and, and fix the ads. At that point, the, the form that I like is because it res- reduces the friction to transaction. As soon as the ad is there, they see something they like. They're like, you know what? I do need a chiropractor. I do need acupuncture, whatever it is. They click on the ad and a form pops up. And the form is very simple. It asks a few questions. Hey, here's the offer that you just clicked on. Enter your name, phone number, and email for more information. They do that. You may have a, an appointment thing that's there, or you may ask a couple questions, which I highly recommend. Hey, what's your tri- what's your chief complaint? How we can help you? Have you seek other care for this? A couple questions, and then thank you for submitting your information. This is where something like maybe high level or an automation sequence comes into huge effect because now you can have an entire workflow triggered that will send out reminders and prompts to your potential new client, your lead. So SMS texts can happen. Emails can happen. You can be internally notified. Your staff can be internally notified through your own texts and emails directly to your front desk or to your phone, which keeps keeps you on top of all this. And then of course you have the back end of high level for the opportunities and contacts, which you can follow up through that. But with the lead form, what my, I have a simple workflow that I create. An event is created an email and text is sent to them right away. An internal notification is sent to us immediately. Then we have a wait, wait one hour, wait two hour, and another text will go out if they haven't replied. This is the workflow. And this is the cool things you can do with that. And you can make these as intricate as you want. We have uh, workflows for a new lead for an offer, a new red light patient, a new functional medicine patient, a new uh, acupuncture lead, a new, and then we have different workflows for our workshops. Our workshops are set to a, a specific date. So we have the trigger in there for the date. Everything is relayed back to the date in the text and it's all auto, auto prompted through there. And that is where a lead form can be automated on the back end, low friction to transaction. You get a lot of names and phone numbers in there, which your team can then follow up. And then there's no pressure on your team or yourself because that sequence is there for 24, 48 hours, three days, four days, whatever it is. But within that time, the rule is for all leads, all leads, how many times should you call them actually on the phone trying to call them? The answer is 10. You should be calling them 10 times. Now it's up to you. Do you call them twice the first day, twice the second day, twice the third day, and do it all within five days? Or do you spread these calls out over the course of seven or 10 business days? Up to you and how you do it. In our office, we pretty much want this all done by the end of week two. If they haven't responded there, it's a dead lead, but not dead where we delete them. They're put into our email newsletter and an automation sequence via email for the next 90, 120 days. Or, or forever would be the smartest thing. Just keep looping that thing. So that's how we get into automation in the office. And there is no cheat around this. You can, there are some great uh, builders out there, advertising uh, and builders who you can hire to customize these types of things for you. It costs thousands upon thousands of dollars to do this. And that's just the way it is. The time it takes, and you'll notice this, the time it takes, But for those of you under the million-dollar mark in gross revenue in your practice, to spend $50,000 on a marketing campaign is a daunting number. 
if you, you know, if you did uh, 600,000 last year in collections and to think about, I'm going to invest $50,000 over the course of the next six, 12 months, whatever it may be into this marketing machine to build it for me. Uh, first off, I better trust who I'm hiring for this to do this right. And number two is that is a daunting number. For those of you that do more than a million, this might be an investment to be like, I'm not even going to deal with this. These guys came recommended. I'm going to hire them. They're going to do it for me. That's fine. Let's go. And that and that's okay. I'm just giving you realistic numbers of what this stuff costs to build because of the hours that it takes. Your time, now you can now you can just kind of mix and match this. So the clients that I coach, I help them on the back end to speed this ball moving forward. And then what they get to do is log in and customize each email the way they want it to sound, each text the way they want it to sound. They understand the platform. And within three months, they are comfortable with the entire platform platform that they can walk away with it. That's the empowerment I'm trying to give to people. And that's the whole point of this entire podcast and marketing 101 is to empower you to do this because some of you don't even pay yourselves $50,000 salary yet because you're in growth or startup mode. You know, you're just not doing it. You're just taking whatever's uh, low hanging fruit in the practice right now, trying to, trying to grow it. I know. And we've been there and, and 50,000 is completely out of the, out of range right now. So you, but what the commodity you do have is time where you can do this. The people doing over a million time is no longer a commodity. It is tough for them to find time to do this stuff. So we need to know where we're at. That's a form. Okay. A landing page. Why would I ever use a landing page? Same premise to capture information, but it's a harder sell. We're trying to get cold leads to turn into warm or hot leads. So they see something. Maybe it's a condition that you are that you're advertising, saying, "Hey, Pittsburgh, suffer from migraines," and then your ad copy is really good. Your pictures, your carousel is good. Your video is great. You're getting lots of clicks. You're even getting lots of people landing on your landing page. This is great stuff. Now the landing page has to be captivating to convert these potential leads or these potential people into leads. Like, how are you going to get their information? Because you haven't got it yet with a landing page. You've got their attention on the ad. They click it. You still don't know who they are. Now your landing page needs to do the work. And this is where a lot of things fall apart, is the landing page takes too long to load. The contact form is not right there at the top and easy to fill out. The offer is not really clear as to what the ad was. The, the landing page should just mimic or mirror the ad with the same pictures, the same videos, the same feeling, and then keep it very simple. For let's say something like weight loss or a body contouring, something specific that's very tough to market, that's where your landing pages come into great usage and you're going to put a lot of information on there, testimonials and reviews and videos and pictures and explanation of how and the science, So, and, but, but very clean. And a lot of these builders do this, both in high-level, click funnels, lead pages, all these apps that you can buy make it very simple to create very clean landing pages that you can use for your advertising. I encourage you to learn more about this, understand the nitty gritty of marketing uh, so that you can be empowered to know who to hire to help you and who to delegate and how to delegate these things within your business. You need to understand everything. It's just like uh, your, your profession and what you do and what you went to school for and how well you know that. How difficult is it to delegate that to someone else? especially as a chiropractor, the toughest thing is training another chiropractor to be you. It's very difficult to do that. You just won't happen. You've been around. You've created the uh, rapport. You've created the community involvement. You adjust a certain way. You you have a touch. You have a tone. You have a, a speaking um, 
uniqueness to you, all these things cannot be delegated. It becomes very tough. But when it comes to something like automation and tech, very easy to, to go there, but you need to know the background of what you do. So in uh, forms versus landing pages, either way, the gist of this podcast is get out there and market and try. If you're not getting clicks, you're not getting traffic, it's the offer. Change the offer, change the pictures, change it all. If it's a workshop that you're not getting anyone to, again, again, it's the information on the workshop that's not intriguing enough. I did another pod, my other podcast. We were talking about um, living, you know, living to a hundred versus um, versus uh, manipulating your your DNA uh, and biohacking your way to a hundred. Unfortunately, it's the later that's going to grab more attention than chiropractic care can help you live to a hundred workshop. Versus biohack your DNA to live past 100, I bet you're going to get more attention to that ad. But these little gimmicks that we use in marketing is used across all industries. Don't be shy to do that. Be bold in what you truly know and believe and, and, and are certain about because that's what's driving your business. That's what's driving people to you is that certainty. So be bold. I'm going to I'm going to use this for the next few months about being bold and our podcast moving forward are going to be about how to be louder, how to be bolder, how to be prouder of what you are doing because I feel like the last decade has really been a contraction and a suppression not just on our profession but on everybody to be quiet because you're not appealing to the masses and you don't have to appeal to the masses. You have to appeal to your people, people who you can serve and help. So don't worry about what people think about you do what it is. that's in your heart and everything will work out. And that's what you need to be putting in your ad copy on your landing pages is, is who you are. You've been, you've been successful to this day by being who you are. People are attracted to you as an entrepreneur, a business owner, a service provider, and your talent as well, for sure. Your talent, but you can't, you can't show anyone your talent if they don't show up to your to your door. And that's our goal is to get as many people to your door as, prob- as possible. Need any help? Reach out to me. I love this stuff so much. I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time. My my mothership is my practice, right? I cannot um, I cannot put that as a back burner. But I, I divide my time really well. And I help a lot of people through consulting. I can help you for sure. I can even delegate and send you to the right people. We got a whole team that I've worked with and I, and I work with tons of marketers all the time. I always have a marketer under my belt at all times, helping on the back end to see if I'm ever falling behind on anything. It keeps me up to par and I'm neck and neck with all these guys. We can, we can answer any questions you have about marketing and how things work. Um, so reach out to us, EnricoD.com. I'm here for you. The Facebook group, of course, you're, you're there. I'm going to start blasting this podcast on my personal page as well so I can reach more people, uh, invite people to the Marketing 101, and get engaged in that group too. Ask questions. It's been so quiet. It's hard. Have you ever done a team meeting with your team and you're the one that's always bringing everything to the team meeting? No one else is really contributing, but they're all eager and listening and writing down and, and listening to you because they know you're the boss. Wouldn't it be nice if someone else ran that meeting? We just started doing that in our practice. Our, our, our head CA does the meetings now. I show up, Starbucks in my hand, five minutes before the meeting, sit down like an employee. It's awesome. And then I just listen to what they're bringing. And because of the background and because of being the owner and caring more than anyone else, I can then answer the questions. But I let them bring the problems, bring up their solutions to the problems, and I only interject if I feel like there's um, some 
some a chord that I need to get them back on track on. But that is amazing too. Try delegating something like that, something big in your office like that. Take it off your plate and the freedom there that happens with that. Same thing with marketing and knowledge and having an understanding of what you do. Stay well. Keep saving lives. Keep doing what you do. I love all of you. Take care in your success. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a rating. It helps get our podcast out to more listeners. Also, join Marketing 101 for Chiropractors on Facebook or visit us at EnricoD.com for more information on growing and scaling your business.